0: Welcome to Jim's BBQ. Can I take your order?
1: Was your sunny girl 555 five, five at some point? <laughs> no. The one no.
2: rolled
3: off his tongue, I think it was. No, mine
2: was horse girl 69. Horse what?
3: Horse girl. Doesn't Dylan go next?
2: Oh, right. I forgot. It's been like two weeks.
1: <laughs> wow, normally it's Jim who... I know!
3: <laughs>
1: no, I I going, no wait a else. minute!
2: <laughs> it was a conspiracy theorist's wet dream, except it was all about Jim's BBQ. Dylan opened the wall that he was holding in his hand, staring back at him as the brick-headed mug of one Jim Edelstein. Dave and Chris stole this from Jim so they could beat off to it because Jim's awesome and Chris needed a few hundred bucks. He said that to make his wife laugh. It's a big salad. Big lie. Oh, it's 908. We gotta go. All
1: right. Are you ready, Jim? I'm ready. Are you ready, Mike? Yes. You ready, Dylan? All right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Hello and welcome to episode two hundred two of Jim's BBQ podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Dylan. Oh, it's going to be a sleepy time tonight here on the on the old podcast.
2: The old podcasteroo.
3: Yeah.
1: I'm hoping Dylan can put us to sleep.
3: It probably will.
1: <laughs> oh, but we're back for another fun-filled <laughs> adventure here. Like, hopefully, <sighs> fun. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? We always have a good time when we get together and do this, right? I it's, think. Been a, it's been a couple weeks. We've we had a little yeah. uh, a little time off that we didn't realize we were gonna have, but that's all right. Jim
2: Jim was working, working like a dog.
1: Yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Fucking Ollie mm-hmm. outage over here.
3: <clears throat> Ollie outage.
2: See if people really cared about this podcast, they'd be able to well, not that they would know, but like <laughs> like if somehow people read all of our like past nickname I wonder if there's a way to look that up, because we've had like some absurd nicknames over <laughs> over the course of this podcast.
3: Yeah, we have. Um, some of them only lasted one mention, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I can't remember very many of them. That that sounds like something you would remember, Dylan, like you're, you're I, I'm
2: honestly, like, struggling to think of them, like, because we do change them at least, like, once a month.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, my friends and I do that like in our group chat, too. Like, we'll just change them all the time.
3: Sometimes we do themes. Like, it's really dumb. Did you catch mm-hmm. up, Mike? His friends. I know. I heard that. Mm-hmm. I was talking
2: about you guys.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: We have a group chat. Do we mm-hmm.
3: not? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, like, I, I went out uh, um, a few weeks back with Brother Sean and um, met up with our friend Christy from AJ's Pure Warehouse, and we were at a bar. Where, where's and, that? Where's that at? Uh, it's on Clay Road. <laughs>
3: what, what? We're at on Clay Road, though.
1: Uh, 175 Clay Road. Okay.
3: See, that wasn't that hard.
1: <sighs> I think you he was testing me. We
3: were paying attention.
1: Yeah. Um And... Like we're we're sitting at this uh we're sitting at a, a a brewery and she kept she kept using the word bougie like <laughs> throughout the entire conversation. <clears throat>
2: okay. I, I used that and, word.
1: Boozy or bougie? <coughs> bougie. bougie. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so like we have a group chat with her and her boyfriend Matt and a few of our other friends and and I changed her. I changed her name in it from Christy, and then <laughs> her last name. I changed it to Christy Bougie and then her last name. It, it, it's appropriate sometimes. If somebody's gonna do something like that, you know, you gotta kind of, uh, you gotta kind of uh, use it, right?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> it reminds me of, I don't know, maybe I. I don't know how much of it it played. A role in your life, but it does remind me of the days of, of Aol and screen names and how like man, you just really had to like dedicate to that identity of like whatever that fucking name was. And you know, I know there was just like so many ones that were like, you know, your generic AOL instant, just like Sunny Girl 555, five, five, you know, or, you know, shit like that, that just became like the norm to make fun of. But now you can just change it because it's just everybody's identities changing all the time on the internet.
1: Was your Sunny Girl 555 five, five at some point? <laughs> no, The way no. It rolled
2: off his tongue, I think it was. No, mine was Horse Girl 69. Horse what? Horse Girl. <laughs> See, this that's not something that you guys – would know anything about yeah, your daughter No it's not. Your daughter might know what horse girls are. I remember a
3: cartoon with a horse in it, but it's mm.
2: it's just a it was just a girl who was just really into fucking horses. Mm. But like committed was to Was it the, you? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I've never really had any attachment to horses. I'm not Like fucking Tony Soprano. Well
1: oh, if you boy. If you want to check us out on our Facebook t- uh, page, you can check us out at facebook.com slash horsegirl69. <laughs> Doesn't Dylan go next?
2: Oh, right. I forgot. It's been uh, two weeks.
3: <laughs>
1: wow. Normally it's Jim who... I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I fuck started fuck going, wait a up. minute.
2: <laughs> nah, I fucked that one up. I, um.
1: like, I was like, come on, Jim. What the hell? And then... Then you pointed it out, like, wait a minute, it's Dylan's turn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you forgot too. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just used to it being me. I'm <laughs> so violent so sure like...
1: being Jim who forgets.
2: <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I'm third, not second. Um Instagram and Twitter is at Jim's BBQ.
3: <laughs> you can also get the episodes fresh from the grill at ww.jim's bbqbutt. Jim's bbqpod.com. <laughs> Jim's BBQ, but. Or email I mean, that us at sense. horsegirl fifty five 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 at gmail.com. dot com. Or a real fucking email at gmail.com.
2: That probably is a real fucking email. Should I send an email to, to you that address
1: and see if you should be there. like, "Hey, I used to use this email. Can I have it back?" Hey, do you want to be on our podcast? <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's it like being fifty five and still being a horse girl? Oh, see so you literally are now Horse Girl 55.
1: No, I said 555. Five, five.
2: Oh. Wow. What's it like being the oldest person on the planet?
1: Maybe that's maybe that's her age in alien years.
2: Oh. oh. Well,
1: aliens exist now, so. Oh yeah. Hmm.
3: <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Out of all the things that like they can outnounce or acknowledge or whatever. They, they finally announce and acknowledge that and the whole world is just like, eh.
2: <laughs> Jim, we, we've, I feel like everybody has literally known, if this, I mean, if, if it is, like, a thing, like, we all know there's, a, like, every other movie that comes out is, like, about aliens, dude. Like, there's yeah. so many alien movies. And I don't just mean, like, alien, like, the face huggers and shit i mean like there's so many movies that involve alien cover-ups like that is pretty and the and the x-files that was just and everyone just like most normal people that weren't fucking lunatics <laughs> were, like like me were like oh this was fun i liked watching this show huh that was a fun movie and now all of a sudden it's just like it's like where it's like Oh yeah, I know. There's been like 85 of them pumped out in Hollywood like last year alone. Yeah. Like, everyone's so muted to it.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty naive to think that out of the whole whole whatever's out there that we're the only only living thing.
2: Right. Exactly. Huh. Very very topical. Mhm. This actually yeah, uh, well, we'll get to it.
1: Oh, spoilers. Don't don't don't. And don't forget, you can also rate, review, and subscribe wherever you may get podcasts from.
3: Wow, look at Mike's lack of enthusiasm tonight. I love
1: it. (laughs) He's tired. He said so. Yeah. Yes, I am tired. I I have had a bit of a long day, but that's okay. I I, I've been looking forward to doing this all day. Me too. And I mean, (laughs) (laughs)
3: look who's tired now. You made me tired by yawning. I didn't yawn first. He
2: didn't
3: yawn. I don't know. He did when he got on. <laughs> <in. laughs>
2: he literally <laughs> didn't yawn.
1: Like 20 minutes ago, he did. You should have heard me on, <sighs> on my ride home. I couldn't stop yawning. Oh, oh yeah? Just, oh, really, my God. Too. Good thing so it was weird. like 20 minutes or less. Yawn. It wasn't, though. Like oh. I, Man, you're not listening very well. I, I told you that I had about an hour ride home. An hour ride. Oh, no. Yeah. But, um, Dylan, do you want me to present what I have uh, for the podcast tonight first, or do you want to do your thing?
2: No, do your thing. It's probably shorter.
1: It it probably is. Um, So not to pimp one of our other uh, podcast things that we do, but uh, Liz, myself, and our friend Sarah do uh, a weekly snack podcast, video podcast that – well you guys have been on it. Yes, uh, it will. <clears throat> uh willing sacrifice and rather fun. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And we got we got ramen terry coming up pretty soon.
2: I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I just gotta uh deliver Why some are we ramen doing ramen. we're doing
2: ramen terry in the summer?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. We we promised <laughs> like to always. do it and we kind of forgot. <laughs> ramen um, any time for Roman. Uh, so we did, we did a, um, a box from one of our uh, favorite, uh, uh, mystery box, uh, suppliers, uh, this past weekend, uh, Tokyo Treat. Um, <laughs> you guys will like it. If you check out the video, it's kind of funny for some reason, the microphone settings on my PC got reset again. And mm-hmm. so both Liz and I had very high pitched voice That's <laughs> for,
3: awesome
1: for the entire entirety. What's funny is, is like, Sarah didn't say anything the whole time, <laughs> um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about is one of the snacks, and I wanted to show it to you guys because this was, like, the most odd, like, packaging and snack thing that I've seen in one of these uh, boxes. Um, so I'm going to describe them to you. As you can see, I got the little Tokyo treat book out. Um they're called Mini Strawberry Milk Choco Balls. Sounds delicious. Yes. And it says, we're rounding off our birthday treats with cute and colorful mini strawberry milk Choco Balls. Pop them out of the package and get to munching some strawberry milk goodness. Sounds okay, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like maybe it tastes like a Nestle Quick or something like that, Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're going through the box, right? And we had an item where we looked at it. And Jim, you, you were you were doing the Tokyo treat for a while with us, right? Mm-hmm. And you yep. I mean the packaging was all pretty typical. You'd see, you know, bags of chips and you'd see candies occasionally, you'd see the, the monthly Kit Kats. Uh and all of it always looked pretty much the same yeah, month to month. You'd have like little poly bags of stuff. So we we pulled something out of this box and we sincerely thought that maybe bulging. No. Mm. We sincerely thought that maybe somebody had put something into the box on accident. Until Sarah Muskrat in there? No. Until Sarah confirmed that what she had in her box was the same as what we had. And I'm gonna show the milk the strawberry milk choco balls to you. This is there's no box to these or anything. This is this is how they came out of the box. Whoa, they look like pills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> looks like birth control. That's what Sarah's <laughs> birth control looks like. <laughs> they market this. I mean, it's literally like there's the back. It's mm. literally like popping pills out of like a like a, a little like aluminum foil. Teaching pill. them young these days. So how were they? They weren't very good, but <laughs> I mean. Who thinks that this is a good idea? Jim really
3: No, that is weird though. Like it wasn't even like even like the gum that comes like what is it? Like extra and like some of those ones like that are sleeve like that. Like yeah. they say there's like four packs on or four individual gums and you pop it through the thing or whatever. Even those come
1: in like a cardboard sleeve or Right, right. Yeah. This is like they we literally thought that somebody <clears> was taking like meds and had accidentally dropped their meds into the box.
3: It's almost <laughs> like, like there was a, to us. like there was a contest over in Tokyo and the code was on the box and somebody's taking them all out throwing it, putting the box aside throwing the uh the candy in the in the box yeah. that way.
1: Yeah, so I mean it, it was it was pretty humorous to us at least. Uh, it, we is funny. it was funny. Yeah.
2: That just I would seems have like a. Reaction. Ba- yeah, it seems like a bad idea, though, just because like everybody knows that like most pills don't look like whatever whatever the gum is that yeah. comes like as Jim pointed out um whatever that is.
1: I mean, I don't know color, actually the color Even, of them. Pharmaceuticals come in a box. I mean, like, the yeah, ones, exactly. The darker ones you could misconstrue for Advil. Well, yeah. I personally, if it
3: wouldn't have been like. Say, like, you know, you were on with Sarah and she said she got the same thing. If I would have got that and I it was like a solo thing by myself, I would probably wouldn't have ate them.
1: Yeah. And I mean the other ones, I mean, they were like I mean little like that, that means
3: There are
2: little like strawberry characters on it. So but it doesn't yeah, matter. Still... Some 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 kid could some little kid could just be like, mommy, there's no little strawberry people on your pills, and she and he just ate like, you know,
1: four of her birth control or something. Right, yeah, you went down the path that we were we were thinking was like you you have a kid who finds like another pack that looks like that and it could be anything that comes in that, yeah. you know. And what do they do? You know, they're like, "Oh, this is this is more candy." It just seems it it, it seems really kind of uh dangerous in my opinion. I agree. That was just kind of something that we 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 had a long uh, discussion about. It's about time you drugged the cat while we we're uh, podcasting. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's
2: gonna sound really weird out of context.
1: <laughs> well, come on, we have so many issues with this cat. Give <laughs> it uh, some coconut, strawberry cocoa balls. Yeah. <laughs> maybe right. we should give it some strawberry cocoa balls, and it will, uh, and that'll knock it out. Although you're not supposed to feed chocolate to a cat, so maybe not. I know. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that was that was kind of an interesting uh item that we uh we came across on uh, one of our recent sacrifices.
2: You know, speaking of uh of cats, actually, it was pretty cool. Uh, sleep did like another like round of merch, and one of the items they made like they have like the coolest merch, they had a, a catnip holder that was like their brand, and because they're like stoner metal, it's you know, it's like cat weed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought that was pretty funny.
1: That is pretty uh, ingenious.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Made a puzzle too, which we've started working on. Oh, nice! nice. It's yeah. very hard. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh the puzzle is? It's made of yes. plastic.
2: Yes, exactly. Mm.
1: The Simpsons one I just finished was ridiculous. Yeah, I saw your picture. That was crazy. Uh, it was fun. I got to listen to a lot of great tunes while doing it, though.
2: My Earthless record?
1: Um, I do have some Earthless that I've listened to while uh while uh doing puzzles. Not that particular new album though. Uh some of the other the other stuff. They just put out a live uh live from the Mojave Desert.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh volume one.
3: <clears throat> Did you uh listen to Paul's recommendation yet? What's that? Wasn't it the lead singer from Slash's band
1: or something? That was my recommendation to Paul.
3: Oh. Have you listened to that yet?
1: Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's how
3: Paul recommended it. Jeez, nah, look I at did. it. Gotta get all testy about it. Jeez.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I, I love trying to play off that I'm uh, pissed. I'll tell you.
3: it's, a it's
1: pretty of, easy. Bunch of savages. Shows Poor how Sean. much um you pay attention, Jim.
3: There's probably some kind of date involved with it. What's that? There's probably some kind of date involved, like on the calendar. Oh,
1: uh-huh.
3: remember the conversation earlier? No,
2: Jim. When was the War of eighteen
1: twelve? Oh, the Memorial uh, Day eighteen uh... <laughs> twelve. Circle gets a square.
3: Yeah. Yes, the Memorial Day discussion, Mike.
2: I just remember when you kept asking those stupid ass questions to the Canadians, and like it was kind of getting on Dave's nerve because I think he didn't want to answer them. And he's just like, Who's buried in Grant's tomb? And I'm like, Is that a thing that people actually ask? Like, and like I, I was thinking about it like a few months ago. So I actually Googled it like at work, I think.
3: Was I, I don't
2: oh. know. I think it was a, I Googled, like, Who's buried in Grant's tomb? And I was like, Is this a thing? And it was just like, It's just Grant. It's
3: just. Former
2: <laughs> president Actually
3: Grant. actually the reason the question came about was because the answer was nobody. But Grant <laughs> is there now.
2: Oh, like what at a period of time was he not there? Correct. Oh okay. Well, any, all right. So it's I like mean, half true.
1: Are any of his other relatives there?
2: <laughs> was he buried there with I, his wife? I, I think, think it's, I don't he know might if be his buried wife's there. there. He might if be buried there. With her, but, uh, I don't yeah, feel like Googling like of... it <laughs> now. How long was the three year
3: war? <laughs> what weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of gold?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like questions you say when you're like, you know, 10 or 12.
3: Wasn't and I, I asking them though when they were drunk?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it, it did have to do, I think there was some kind of like war question that was like, that was oh my god you know god i want to go back that episode was really fucking hilarious actually because like i I, (laughs) one of the one of the movies that dave chose to defend as like fuck what was it he was defending like back to the future for something about like michael j fox like you know get like basically like getting with his mom and i i don't even remember what i what the fuck i was arguing for and he's just like oh no i gotta i gotta i gotta give it to uh i gotta give it to dylan here man and he's just like what do you mean you gotta give it to him and he's just like oh, of course i gotta give it to him you're sitting here arguing about fucking about back to the future <laughs> the incest and like the war of 1812 or something <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that was really you cool.
3: know I, I can't remember what it was. Oh my God. I said something like I asked a question when they again, while they were drunk or whatever, when we were up in Brantford. And I oh, remember Brantford. Kevin was there, Sanchez. And I can't, I, I want to say it was Sterling, but I can't remember. Like it was something stupid, like when was the war 1812? And he's like, oh, wait, uh. I feel like I
2: remember this. And like, it, the, like literally, like, People's jaws dropped. Like they yeah, in, was like, it, like
3: everybody was quiet, you just hear Kevin go, Come on, are you serious? <laughs> or like really? Or like
2: you know how Kevin is? Like, <laughs> I just remember I don't I don't remember if it was Sterling or not, but whoever it was, God, I want to say it was him though. I just remember his face went like from this to like immediately just like dropped to like the question was posed, and he was like. Like, he just, like, he went into, like, think mode, but the fucking hamster just was, like... Right,
3: yes.
2: (laughs) Come on. And then, like, he just didn't answer. Yes, I do remember this. That was really fucking hilarious.
3: That is, like, he's, I can't remember, he was, like, that is such a softball question, or, like, he, like, I remember him being, like... (laughs) I think
2: he went I fucking hate Canadians <laughs> Cause he's like I, It's not that he doesn't know the answer It's that he has to think so hard About it that there could be another answer
3: <laughs> Right
1: Never uh, a dull moment huh With them crazy yeah. Canadians
2: Remember when I got really high With uh <laughs> Random dude uh, Like Amy's Amy Townsend's friend Oh that dude was cool though <laughs> Dude I, I just came back and I was Ripped and I just remember Mike looked at me Just being like and he, I was like what he goes dude you are like How high are you And I was like I am so fucking High right now It was really funny I am pretty high right now
1: Alright
2: Alright
0: alright alright
2: Hey, you know what? Before we do my thing, um uh what the fuck is up with like uh Matthew Perry being all like fucked up on like the Friends reboot or whatever it is. It
1: was some interview <laughs> thing, I guess, like on uh, people.com or something, like that and he was all like slurring and stuff. I I don't know all the story behind it. I saw like a brief headline about it. It wasn't on the actual reunion thing. It was on like the, like a promo interview thing that they're doing for it. Mm. I guess he was, I don't know if he was fucked up or if he's, he's got health issues or what. There really wasn't a whole lot. I did click on the link and read the story, but there wasn't like a whole lot there about like what was causing Mm. the issues. Maybe he was just tired. I don't know. He could have been tired, Jim. (laughs)
2: I don't know why, but I, I, I was just like I assumed you guys like were friends fans at some point.
1: Oh, I was. I
3: was. I mean Yeah, I, they didn't what was it? Jennifer Anderson made a comment or something, wasn't
1: it?
2: Dude, my dad loved friends. Like, like no joke, he fucking loved friends so much.
1: I Man, I don't think I I don't think I'm keen on uh uh Buying like Cinemax Plus or whatever the fuck it is to watch this stupid ass reunion.
3: Oh no, it's just a, a them get it talking. It's not a show, right? What I don't know. Ones? Is, is it... you got, like you remember that?
1: Yeah. Okay. Or how about
3: Pivot?
2: Oh wait, yeah, I kind of remember. I remember that
1: Pivot bit. was good. That was like I don't Ross... remember what,
2: what's the bit.
1: So if Ross is moving uh, to like a new apartment. Oh, is it then, like they're
2: moving a table uh, or couch? They're in? moving a
1: couch. Yeah, and he's just Ross had these moments where he would like have like these crazy like mo- like 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 moments of like craziness, like where it was he was like he turned into like a different person, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. And like he just kept yelling at the other people that were helping him move. He just kept going, pivot! Did you
2: guys watch Band of Brothers? Yeah. Dude, David Schwimmer was so out of place in that. As, like, the drill sergeant in, like, the first episode. Oh, he was, like, a real douchebag in that, wasn't he? Yeah, but it was just, like, I I guess I'm just, like, not used to seeing him in, like, roles that are not you know, Ross Ross.
1: <laughs> I liked um who, oh, who the fuck is the guy? Um was it Kyle McLaughlin? The redhead really good on that.
2: Kyle McLaughlin. I don't know. Kyle what on, on Band of Brothers? Yeah. Who I don't uh, Kyle McLaughlin wasn't in that.
1: No, it was, was the dude guy? No,
2: it's the dude from Office Space.
1: Is it? I thought it was the yeah. dude from like uh Friday Night Lights. No,
2: that was... Um, I feel like that was...
1: Oh, no, I'm looking oh, what, it up.
2: what was? Oh, maybe he was on Band of Brothers. You know what? I think you might be right. It's been a while since I've
1: watched it. It's been a good long while since I've watched it. I have it on the, DVD. Damian I,
2: Lewis is the guy I'm thinking of. He's fucking Don, awesome. Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs>
1: yeah. Who um, did you say? Ron, right?
2: Ron, Ron, Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston.
1: Yes. Yeah, Ron okay. Livingston. And he he was uh, off of space, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. I get those two guys screwed up because they do kind of look similar. Yeah, I could see it. He's uh,
2: yeah, I could totally see it. Kyle McLaugh- I, Kyle McLaughlin rules. <laughs> He's awesome. I,
1: he that, was on that show. Um, wasn't he on that show where that takes place, like in the Florida Keys? It was like a Netflix show.
2: Oh, uh, Kyle. Uh. No, um Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler, not Kyle McCl- Jesus. <laughs> Kyle McGoughlin's way cooler than Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler is just like everybody's fucking dad.
1: That show, man. I don't know if you've ever watched that. I
2: watched I watched the first season of it and I was I re- like, I don't know. It was okay. It was just it was just <sighs> it was
1: so melodramatic. It was just like nothing was going to end well. Everything was just a snowball effect. That you know, one
2: like, guy, the dude that was in Rogue One, uh, I forget Ben Mendelsohn. That guy, he's so good at playing a fucking asshole. Like
1: he is, he like kind he's of the like, the scummy brother. Uh, he's the scummy, the scummy brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew right who I, I knew right who you were going for. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: I'm sorry. like. Oh, I, I just remember there was like like a part where he literally just like, in the first episode he's like I thought you said this was fresh fish and it's at like this fucking shitty little food stand and he just like throws up throws it up in his hand and like I'm like that's pretty gnarly <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know it was like fine um, that was kind of when Netflix was still in their like edgy you know edgy days
0: what the hell
2: oh he got his sex toy
3: out kitty toy.
1: Saw him and Kathy's cat of nine tails. (laughs) (sighs) Jim, it's supposed to be leather. Kitty
3: don't like leather.
2: Wow, there's a ton of people in this fucking show. I think like Tom Hardy had a little part in Band of Brothers.
3: I think even Tom Hanks did. No, his son did. And Matt Matt Damon. I think they were looking for private Ryan and they crossed through the field or something. They crossed the <laughs> streams. Yeah.
2: Oh, Simon Pegg was in it. He had a little part. How about that? I forgot about that.
3: Oh, All right. Anyway. <clears throat> I've wanted to see that.
2: I heard it was good. Sarah liked it.
3: I heard it's really good.
2: All right. You want to hear this? You want to hear this stupid thing I wrote? Why do you say it's stupid? <laughs> it's it. Oh, because you haven't heard it yet. <laughs> So, so do I it. listen. I listen to this podcast called. I think I've mentioned it before. It's called QAnon Anonymous, where they talk about the QAnon conspiracy theory. And uh, as you know, I like me my conspiracy theories, um, oh. <clears throat> and you, you guys do too, obviously. For sure um, so they have this. They have a, a a bit in each episode, like depending on what the topic is. One of the one of the hosts writes a story, like involving it. So one of the, uh, like, for example, one of the stories involved, um, it's a, it's a recurring, uh, theme, which is like, uh, it's a spoof of Indiana Jones, except it's called Florida, Florida Flynn. And it's about, uh, (laughs) disgraced general Michael Flynn and his son going in like weird, like, you know, Indiana Jones-esque, uh. Esque adventures. So it's, it's done with like a lot of humor and it's like very tongue in cheek and they're poking at it. And they, uh, some, you know, make the best of a, of sort of, of a, of a bad thing, if you will, you know, and just kind of show you like how really absolutely ridiculous this shit is. So, uh, I got to thinking, you know, we were talking about conspiracies and then I, we went on that huge rant and sort of like created our own conspiracy so I thought it would be fun to try and write a, a, a story based on that idea in the vein of this. So I don't I, I don't have a, a an official title for this actually. That's the one thing I didn't come up with. Maybe I should do that right now. I Got it.
3: Well, maybe we can come up with something while you're talking.
2: I got it. I know what it. I know what it's called. It's my story. <laughs> All righty. So um, I will, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this, and I hope you enjoy it. There's a lot of references. I hope you get all the references. I think they're pretty funny. That's why I was asking. And this is great because Jim doesn't have to read anything; he can just listen. Mm.
0: <laughs> Very good.
2: All righty, here we go. <clears throat> anyway, Jim's BBQ presents the fourth host, Thursday, mm. May twentieth. There's the number. for the first time in weeks dylan's allergies were finally relenting despite the welcomed warm weather he'd been struggling through an onslaught of snot and general haze on top of his chronic marijuana addiction he knew that his co-host jim Edelston also was at the mercy of the changing of the seasons but not tonight was pod night jim and mike the other hosts of the hardly esteemed podcast jim's bbq had just confirmed they were on for the evening as Dylan pulled into his parking space after driving home from work. Jim had been MIA the last few weeks, and they were all itching to pod. Dylan locked his car and walked to his apartment, walking down the street and across the parking lot of the deli across from his place. He got to the corner. He dodged an Asian-American man who was jogging down the street. The man looked back and waved to say thanks. Both Dylan and the man were clad in masks per COVID-19 restrictions, so Dylan did the customary jersey nod of acknowledgement, as did the man, and he continued on his way. Light turned red, and (laughs) then Dylan crossed the street. As he approached the entrance to the stairwell of his apartment, he felt a tug at his shoulder, which quickly turned into a grab. Dylan was whirled around and was face-to-face with a man with an expression that could only be read as stark raving lunacy. You are the light, he shouted. Dylan had toked up at a red light before he arrived, and this was seriously harshing his buzz. What the fuck, dude? Get the fuck off me, Dylan exclaimed as he pushed the man back. He could see he was greasy, sweaty, dirty, like he hadn't had a shower or a change of clothes in days. He reminded him of the hitchhiker from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but if he had been played by Pete Buttigieg, sort of adorably grimy, but no less insane. (laughs) please listen to me you are the light the light to save us all i don't know what the fuck your fucking deal is man but you need to fuck off right now i've got a baseball bat under my bed upstairs that i've only had imaginary scenarios in my brain in which i use it so let's not make this a reality the man looked dejected as he released dylan and then noticed a police car down the road A few people dining outside had also noticed the commotion and naturally were pulling out phones. He shuffled off and ran around the corner out of sight. Dylan sighed and waved off the watchers, not eager to, not eager at all to indulge in their questions. He just wanted to be high and play Skyrim. He hustled upstairs and got to his apartment. Dylan unlocked the door and threw his stuff on the couch as he went to wash his hands and took off his mask. As he did, he called his girlfriend, Sarah, and put her on speaker. Hello? Hey, listen, I gotta tell you something. Okay, does it involve white noise? What? What's that noise? Oh, I'm washing my hands. (laughs) You could have waited. No, I couldn't because I was harassed by a fucking crazy person. What? What do you mean, Sarah asked. Dylan shut off the water and dried his hands. This fucking guy. He just appeared out of nowhere and started yelling in my face. He grabbed me, going on about being the light. What? Like, was he homeless? I have no idea. I was just high as hell and it was not fun. Jesus (laughs) Did you, like, call the cops or anything? No, I threatened him with a baseball bat. Dylan! Well, he was threatening me. Well, did it work? It seemed to. That and there was a cop down the street and people started noticing. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you're okay. How are you feeling? I don't know. It was just weird. Surreal. Also kind of funny because he reminded me of the hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw, but also, like, Pete Buttigieg. Uh Ah, okay. Well, I'm glad that Pete left you alone. Me too. I guess Thomas the Tank Engine had to go to his station. Anyway, I'm going to have a beer and relax because fuck all that noise. Are you potting with the guys tonight? Oh yeah, we'll definitely be talking about this. Haven't even told them yet. Okay, well, it'll make for a good story. Silver lining, I guess. I'll call you before I go to bed. Sorry all that happened. It's got to be a bit traumatizing. Yeah, it definitely was out there. Uh, I'm still processing a bit. Anyway, I'll chat with you later. Love you. Love you too. Bye! Dylan hung up and whipped open the fridge He snatched a tall boy of Miller High Life And also a can of Natterday Because he was feeling especially like hating his stomach This evening He also grabbed one of the edibles his friend David had sent him And he popped the whole cookie in his mouth All 66.6 milligrams of it It was going to be a weird night He sat down on the couch and popped open both beers God, this is really long
1: (laughs) I feel like I feel like the story may have happened, Jim (laughs)
3: I know him walking across the street. He talks, He's talked about several times, so. <laughs> and does Sarah really say that? Bye.
2: Yes. De- yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I say it too. That's from
3: something, isn't it?
2: Um. Yeah, I forget what, though. Bye. Uh, it's,
3: oh, it, it's from it, a show. Isn't it
2: from, isn't it from Game Grumps? They always say that at the end of the
3: episodes. They're like, bye. No, it was a, uh, it, it's from a TV show, like. When Victoria was growing up. Was it like on the Amanda show? Maybe. Something, I can't Something remember. Like that. I,
2: don't, I don't remember. I'll, I'll ask Sarah. Um, <clears throat> he threw Jim? back a swig of high life to clear up. What was that, Mike?
1: Jim. What? Elvis has just left nice. the building.
2: Nice.
3: That's all. That means they won.
2: Yes, I figured it out. I wasn't like I wasn't like fucking Sterling. <laughs> anyway, Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> Dylan threw back a swig of high Life to clear out the crumbs uh, and started sipping on his natterday as he reached over for his Xbox controller. Time to shoot arrows into knees in Skyrim. A slight noise grabbed Dylan's attention as he looked out his window, standing on the rooftop in between his apartment. And the other one was none other than the crazed man who had approached him earlier. Dylan gasped and went for his phone, but the man leveled a nine millimeter pistol at his head. Dylan froze, and the man held the gun at him. He pointed to the window, motioning for him to open it. Dylan sat for what felt like a full minute, but was only a second. He rose and unlocked it. The man approached, stepped in through the open window. Dylan noticed the backpack was with him this time. The man's hand quivered, the pistol gyrating a bit. Will you listen, please? The man asked, practically begging. Dylan closed the window, locked it, and drew the curtains on both windows so nobody after he motioned to do so. so nobody would notice. What the fuck did I write? So nobody saw after he motioned to do so. Once <laughs> done, Dylan sat down on the couch again. I realize this does sound like the beginning of, like, a porno. <laughs> like some fucked up porno. Sorry, uh, what was
3: that called? The magic bullet?
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Dylan's magic bullet. <laughs> what did you do having a choco ball
1: I'm riveted I gotta have some candy
2: <laughs> anyway just please don't shoot me I don't want to then what the fuck is this who the fuck are you do you want money are you anon? still impressed no 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 none of that this goes so much deeper than money or Q you know about Q you buy into that bullshit of course not it is bullshit but there's always a gram of truth in a lie and that gram of truth has been sitting before you this whole time dylan couldn't believe he was entertaining this nonsense but the man had a gun what truth enough with the circling get to the fucking point it was at this point that dylan noticed his heart rate was galloping which probably meant that he was going to be feeling the side effects of the cookie a lot sooner than expected great the reptilians the real mike your friend he is one Always oh, joked about. Dylan stood up. Ah uh-uh, ah, not going there. That's a joke, and you're full of shit. Dylan had gotten his fill of reptilian and alien conspiracy theories for one lifetime. A steady diet of high on fire and blood incantation records had cemented the useless but fantastic jargon of ancient aliens and interdimensional beings that had infiltrated Earth's ranks. But the man lowered the pistol and fell to his knees. He pulled the backpack off and opened it, revealing a laptop. He looked up at Dylan. Please, let me show you. I have proof and I've already forgotten the laptop once already. So please make it worth my while. Dylan relented drop that, but that's a reference to Jim forgetting his laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dylan relented dropping his arms to his sides with an audible slap. Sure. Fine. Dylan was actually giving in slightly more because the edible was kicking in and he felt the sudden rush of his body start to feel like warm rubber. But before he totally lost all semblance he said what's your name and the man said my name is Len Len pulled the laptop out of his backpack and put it on the table in front he opened it began opening folders and files a whole myriad of nonsense was unfolding before Dylan it was a conspiracy theorist wet dream except it was all about Jim's bbq okay said Obama Dylan what do you know about reptilians Dylan sighed. Sadly, he knew enough about uh, about them after reading almost every interview with Matt Pike and going down the rabbit holes of Wikipedia regarding Anunnaki, ancient Samaria, Nephilim, shit, he was literally red-killing himself on the spot. And then, of course, the recurring joke that Mike was indeed a lizard person himself. I know enough, Dylan responded. Are you going to tell me that Mike is actually a lizard person? Len looked at him. You act like it's a joke, but your instincts serve you well. here to tell you that he is a reptilian. He's always been a reptilian because they've always been here. Before Dylan could ask for more proof, Leng continued. They've been here for centuries, maybe thousands of years, infiltrating our society, feeding off our misery. In order to secure control in every aspect of our lives, they had to send agents into the field. Your agent is Mike. He's been dropping in subliminal messages into a podcast to help spread the agenda of the reptilians. No, 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 fucking No! None of that's fucking real, dude. Likes the chillest dude. He's got his fucking blanket for when he podcasts. He's cool as a cucumber. None of this alien shit is real. It's all just really good death metal album by blood incantation. And how do you explain this? Lynn asked. And as he reached into his backpack, he threw something at Dylan. And Dylan looked down at it. Dylan opened the wallet that he was holding in his hand. And staring back at him, was the brick-headed mug one Jim Edelston. He looked at Len.
3: (laughs) Tickled Mike's fancy.
2: (laughs) Our friends, Dave and Chris, stole this from Jim so they could beat off to it because Jim's awesome and Chris needed a few hundred bucks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wrong. We recovered that from a drop point near Lake Ontario. That drop
0: <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs>
2: that drop point was going directly to Reptilian intelligence on one of their motherships. Dylan stared at him blankly. He couldn't believe he was holding Jim's wallet. Furthermore, now Dylan was about three hundred and fifty
1: dollars <laughs> richer.
3: I get through this. So, so, so wait a minute so so i'm reptilian or i'm in on it with mike no 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 like that's
2: what happened to your wallet like it, it was abducted from you by mike you just we just didn't know he was there oh oh i got you i thought and you the... were saying
3: i i dropped it there for reptilian
2: oh, uh no okay. no <sighs> Wondering if there's any other reptilians around? How do you know you haven't had one on the podcast besides Mike? <laughs> Whew. The beer whisper. <laughs> Dylan spat out his swig of natter Day. He coughed out the words, him. Every time you bring up his videos, you're opening a direct line to his reptilian outpost. He goes to outpost. Outpost? <laughs> outpost. He goes to bars and breweries. They're in on it. He gets maybe 12 views, skewed numbers to keep his appearance secret. Always got to watch out for the quiet ones. And what about your experiences on the cruise? Didn't you find those strange, the cancellations? They did blame it on high winds. High winds? High winds, my ass, he shouted. He was getting animated. Dylan was getting drunk. Think about who you were with, man. You were with the reptilian the whole time don't think that was a moment that they triggered in order to keep you all in check I mean shit I really hate to give those fuckers any credit but then again they did seem like people that would blame their problems on reptilians Len leaned in very close dripping sweat and permeating with a lingering odor like that of lukewarm piss in an old eggplant he said each word as a statement on call pay Dylan's eyes widened. really? <laughs> Len's demeanor comp. No, that was actually just some weird Texan shit. But that iguana on your head in Puerto Rico was no coincidence. Or the seemingly endless supply of them around the island. It's fucking Puerto Rico, dude! The iguanas there have their own real estate brokers. Now you're speaking my language, Dylan. And that one? Gathering more intel. Maybe even trying to mate with you. He flickered his tongue out like a lizard in a mocking gesture. The complete opposite of sexually arousing. Big salad? code word for reptilians, before Mike has to send intel back to base. He said that to make his wife laugh. It's a big salad. Big lie. (laughs) Dylan finished his natter day and reached for his high life. Potent sugary beverage was making the already tight knots in his stomach worse. This was the most intense red pilling he'd ever been subject to, and somehow he felt it was about to get even worse. Len pulled up a new document. What if I told you that the reptilians are just a cog Dylan looked up, quickly taking a swig of the champagne of beers. He felt a sudden rush of warmth run down his spine, and for a moment his body felt like loose rubber. The cookie was really kicking in. There's more? Of course there is. Because well, you don't realize just how important Jim's BBQ is. You don't realize the answers are in front of you every Thursday 9.07pm. Dylan sat there, eyebrows raised. He looked at the document and read the title. The fourth host. Len smiled. Dylan. Sean Crandall? No, not Sean. Not the Sean Crandall you know for that. For that is the fourth host's human projection. This being that we call the fourth host is actually the one behind the reptilian insurrection of Earth. The fourth being directed the reptilians here by means of treachery, and with its only intent being to ride the wave of invasion and chaos that they would unleash on Earth. You call them proxy invaders, since everything they do benefits the fourth host. Natural resources, raw materials, the blood of sacrificial children, whatever it is reptilians create, ultimately benefits the fourth host. And this is all happening because of you and Jim. Dylan lurched forward, ran to the tiny garbage bin in his room, and vomited. (laughs) After a moment of intense heaving, he stopped and wiped his face with a napkin. Sorry, the the cookie hit the natter day, he mumbled out. Len chuckled. And why do you think you've been fed a steady diet of drugs all these years? Because some of the lizards know. They know what you and Jim are. You needed to have a drug-addled mind. Dylan got up and returned to the couch. Okay, so I'm actually the operative of this interdimensional being. My entire life. And Jim... And Jim, even though we're wildly different ages. You shouldn't be that concerned about the age. You're not even human, Len said. Dylan's head sunk. God damn. Ben continued, aggressively tapping through picture after picture and chart after chart and document after document showing his proof. The fourth host is a being of light that can manifest itself as hard light. He is one of the oldest things in the known universe. But can't keep tabs on him. Remember that time you met Chris Hansen? Dylan thought back to that, fearing he was about to be told that he was actually something truly horrible. That was the fourth host in disguise. How can this be known if nobody knows about it, Dylan thought to himself. His body falling slack into the couch as the THC coursed through his veins. It has been around for God knows how long was able to manifest itself on Earth on January 16th, 1995. see, the U.S. government was experimenting with hard light technology and needed a cover-up for it. Enter Star Trek Voyager. Fucking Robert Picardo, Dylan stammered out, none other. The entire production team is in on it. Was wildly successful, but by tapping into the technology and energy they allowed the fourth host to exist, they replaced Sean, who was actually a lizard at one point. the reptilians do have siblings, and he infiltrated their ranks. Mike doesn't know this, but in order to maintain his hold, he needed agents. Thus, he created you and Jim. How the fuck? How? Jim is so much older than me! Why do you think he always oh, he says he's a time traveler? Because the fourth host is one, and so are you. He went further. He we reached over and grabbed the one. This flesh, it may seem real to you, but it's not. It's just a rejection. so much power within your skin. Sorry. You have so much power within your skin. Dylan did not like reading said skin. I need a drink.
1: (laughs) You reacting to the edibles? Is that Jim at the wedding? (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, it's just me reacting <laughs> to a really potent edible. No, that was like me being like all fucked up the one year, like I guess in Brantford. I just thought it would be funny.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um, where was I? You don't even know that he projects his consciousness onto you. You've been asleep this whole time and you life. not lie. Why is that? Because you represent peace, calm, and serenity. quiet part of the Jim is the wild, the rebellious. Chaos, we balance him out. Why do you think your title and Diary of Doom is the Cypher? Because you are one! It's not a coincidence. Dylan rolled his head over to look at Len, who was sweating so hard his entire shirt turned another shade darker. What does the fourth post along with me? Dylan asked. Len went on. In order to gain influence over the reptilians, the fourth post created Jim first and you second in order for you to beat the reptilian agent, Mike. It was through the podcast that Mike had secretly been revealing plans as the fourth being uh, and he could eat. It was through the podcast that Mike had secretly been revealing plans at the Fourth Fusion because he could easily decipher their subliminal messages. Slowly but surely, you and Jim have been influencing Mike, which in turn traveled through the ranks of the reptilian elite and worlds with operating under the doom control of the Fourth Host. Jim, because of his rebellious nature, abused his time travel powers and traveled into the past to determine his true origin and then to the future in which there was no Fourth Host. When the fourth host found out about this, instead of wiping Jim out of existence, offer him an alliance against you. Why? Because you stopped them from destroying the Earth. You can prevent Armageddon. I really have to ask again, how the fuck do you know all this? Jim's IT is good, but it's not that good. When everyone else is looking at 4chan and 8chan and radicalizing Twitter, it's easy to gain access. I've spent years trying it. Tying together the clues of Jim's BBQ. Q doesn't have shit on the fourth host. Dylan just couldn't believe it. His Uncle Jim would do anything for his little buddy. Len kneeled in front of him, hands firmly on his knees. Dylan, you are the light. Jim wants to destroy you. The fourth host wants you both dead. He'll kill Jim just so he can stop you. He doesn't know about us. You can stop this. If you don't wake up, then this will all be for naught and Jim and the fourth host will become one. Eternal host world will descend into the very same state of unstable madness calamity and anarchy that is jim's bbq they are agents for pure chaos if you don't stop them then they will destroy you and then it will just be the reptilians in a matter of time their technology will advance and the eternal host become omnipresent and gain control over all realities dylan felt this was a bit dramatic but at this point really couldn't argue with the guy it all made sense but he needed to see more proof he needed something tangible Dylan sat up, still in a fog of edibles and matterings, grabbed his highlight and finished it. I go with you. Can you show me? Can you really prove it to me? Len stood, a smile wide in his face. Please, if you come with me, I can show you the truth. I can show you everything. You'll be the light. You'll... Len suddenly stopped speaking. Dylan was confused, but only rose an eyebrow in action, too stoned to do much else. Then Len rose his hands in front of his face and watched as they began to shake rest of his body began to shake too more violently each passing second his face contorted into one of the most unsightly things Dylan had ever seen it would be risky to, to replicate yourself and he had an entire folder of Arnold Schwarzenegger faces on his desktop uglier than all of them Len seized up released a gasp of air exploded clouds of blood torn human flesh and bone fragments much of it washed over Dylan sat there on the couch covered in human detritus for a moment before reaching up and removing his glasses to wipe some of his blood. It was the only area of his face that was clean. But Dylan noticed that he could see perfectly without his glasses. But just in time, he saw a man phase through his living room walls with his right hand extended, suggesting he had caused Len to explode. Dylan realized who the man was. He was the Asian guy from before.
0: <sighs>
2: okay. Who the fuck are you now? Dylan asked. The man lowered his arm. <laughs>
0: My name is Chris Yeo, but I have gone by many names. Is that too deep a cut?
1: Jim has no clue.
2: He was the guy that emailed us. Jim still has no clue. I didn't even realize name was Chris. <laughs> As he said that, Dylan blinked and in the time, the man who said he was Chris Yim e. was enveloped in a brief bright light before being replaced by a spectral void a radiation or a radiating amorphous shape of energy It was gaseous and solid at the same time with st- uh, strange tendrils sporadically emerging and withdrawing Dylan had to roll with it Are you an elder god? Dylan stupidly asked. Being spoke Not
0: unlike I am like the fourth host you have seen the birth of time. You have seen the birth of light. Now it is time for that light to shine again. In help.
3: They moved
2: closer to Dylan.
0: Eons ago, the Reptilians entered the fourth dimension from their fifth dimensional home, made it the planet Nibiru in the, the alpha-driven star system. Nibiru? Planet X? God fucking damn it, Dylan thought. Why does all this goddamn horseshit shit have to be fucking true? You watched as they conquered Beings that predated the reptilian we felt it was our duty to ensure that the dangerous nature was eradicated from existence, or it posed such a great threat. We wiped them out using our light energy-based bodies. Or so we thought a number of reptilians
2: escaped back to the fifth dimension, and after time set their eyes and fading Dylan sat up and pointed his middle finger at me. So basically you fucked up, and now we have interdimensional aliens and light monsters running the show. Fuck you. It is worse. Dylan managed to throw both the arms up in the air, landing with another loud clap. Oh, fucking hell.
0: The fourth ghost was tempted by the craving nature of the reptilians and sought power for himself. He broke away from us and followed the reptilians to Earth, as so I explained, infiltrating the ranks and orchestrating the origin's creation.
2: <laughs> after beat. Uh, is
1: that beep. part of the story?
2: It is <laughs> now. After a brief pause to let it sink in, it continued.
0: Dylan, if you can tap into your internal power and awaken yourself to who you really are, you can join me and we can destroy the fourth post. This planet is long past safe. You elected Donald Trump as president and allow people to put ketchup on mac and cheese. There's no saving more. But I give you the opportunity to create a new world free of this strength, if you join me.
2: Dylan sat there and pondered the offer. In his drug-addled state, he rose his, he rose his right hand. Opening his palm. The being produced an energy tendril and it snaked over to Dylan's hand. This was it. Dylan was giving in. As her appendages touched, Dylan had a sudden vision. Key of his being revelation, screaming, fire, destruction, a horde of reptilian soldiers wielding battle pipes, blood, debris, a group of people destroyed by a beam of light. Mike ripping off his human skin suit, and revealing his true face to Liz, Jim and Sean uniting as one, well. Sean tackling with like a madman. Explosions and crying. A elites and members of the cabal piling under a mothership. Dylan's eyes turned pure white. The entire earth being washed over by light burning out of existence. Dylan removed his name. What's wrong? Dylan sat there, eyes wide. N- nothing, I'm just... I'm really high, okay? And this is a lot, Chrisium, so I need to think about it before I agree, okay? Being retracted, it's tendril. So be
0: it. But When you
2: come around, it will not be far Make the right choice, Dylan. With that, the being once again phased through the walls and Dylan saw a brief flash of light from outside as it disappeared into the night. Dylan finally stood up. He approached his desk and picked up his cell phone. In his vision, he saw that the being who just visited him was the fifth host. The a desperate move, he influenced Dylan enough to join him and for the benefit of the universe, destroyed Earth and all its inhabitants, including the reptilians and all of those that Dylan loved. Dylan knew he had a choice. He knew he could end this madness now or he could let it go and continue to live on as a blind sheep. But he had enough to fight for on this planet. His family, Sarah, stoner metal riffs, marijuana, Jim's BBQ. One might have thought he would be calling his beloved Sarah again to talk about his revelations. But no, he called someone else. The phone rang. Hey, dude, what's luck? And- hey, man, how you doing? I, you know, just kicking it. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Well, what can you tell me about time travel?
1: very nice dylan Deserved
2: only of a golf club
1: <laughs> that was fun yeah, I, I, might write, was. I
2: might write more
1: <laughs> i i think you have uh, the potential for like um further adventures
2: <laughs> maybe this yeah. could be uh our big this could be our avengers movie <laughs> it could be the uh it could be a cartoon
1: good
2: so yeah the uh uh, the the rep I don't know if you caught all the references. There there I think there are a couple I threw in that I, I didn't write down, but the crazy guy, his name being Len, was like the dude at Fox Con. Yeah. Uh, obviously Natter days. Um, oh shit. There's a deleted scene. I forgot no. to include one. I was going to make mention of uh, being uh, more mention about my uh, stoned state of mind. Uh, When I have a panic attack, the reptilian spiked my weed, and that's why I had a panic attack at at a shared universe.
3: I was going to ask you if it would involve us going to a funeral, but never mind. Nope.
2: I think my favorite... Thing was probably the wallet, though. I came up with that one at the end. That was, was pretty like, good. I was like, "Wait, this would be really funny." <laughs>
1: it was. That was a good tie into that.
2: And I and I wrote this. Li- this is for. I mean, no one else could like read that and be like, "This all makes sense." <laughs> I had fun doing it, but I have to say, man, it is really easy to write conspiracy theories.
1: <laughs> well, sure. I, I got a question because Jim seemed a little puzzled, and maybe maybe we can discuss this briefly. What's that, Jim? Do you know who Chris Yim is? Yeah, he was the guy that uh, emailed and
3: said he watched the sh- or listened to the show, and he was catching up on the episodes or whatever. And then somebody emailed him, and he never responded. Hmm. But it was probably one of you guys. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't either Jim or, or... It wasn't Dylan or myself. Oh. Uh, Liz? No, it wasn't Liz. No. Sean? No. No. Chris? Chris who? Uh, Chris
3: no, Chris... Um, Metal Face.
1: Yeah? Is that who you think it is?
3: It was pretty well uh, written, so... <laughs> so you know you didn't write it? No, I know it can't be Chris Seymour, so...
1: You're right. It was it was Chris. Oh, uh,
3: uh, hi Jim. Thanks. This is Chris Yim.
2: Uh, definitely don't know each other.
3: Nice. Yeah, you guys seem too disappointed. I wasn't into it or freaking out, so I figured it was made up. Uh, yeah, you never you never we give Jim too much. We,
2: we give Jim too much credit.
1: Yeah. We we just wanted you to play yeah. along a little bit, maybe.
2: I figured that at best I was like, oh wait a minute. I could make this even dumber.
1: Thanks. He actually had somebody lined up to play the role of Chris Yen. Did he really? He did. <laughs> but you really would you weren't playing, so we kind of just gave up on it. <laughs> really he had somebody lined up and you just uh you never went for it. So it just kind of it died. Yeah, I,
3: I read that and I was like, this has these two motherfuckers written all
2: over it. It died
1: on the table. Yeah. He he had a buddy of his. I mean,
2: what gave it away? The fucking like
3: Getty images, like stock photo? No, I didn't even look that up. I don't know. It just, uh, I don't know. Probably mostly because I was like, why the fuck would anybody listen to it? Oh, man.
2: I mean, if anyone is still listening to it and they get to this episode, they're gonna be like, okay, they're literally writing fan fiction about themselves. I'm out. Nice.
1: Wow, I wonder if maybe the fellows on uh what the fanficity fuck could review our fan fiction of ourselves. And <laughs> no. we could be on the we could be on the episode reviewing the fan fiction of ourselves. I'll tell you what, Dylan, you should write more and we'll do that. All right. I mean, I was, I was definitely going to
2: lean into like the, the, like, uh, kind of like the trying to stop Armageddon and, and, uh, Dylan and Jim using like time traveling abilities to like fly around the universe. But like.
3: I started yeah. getting a, uh, a little bit of umbrella Academy
1: vibe going on there too. <laughs> oh, by the way, I messaged Sean while, uh, while this was going on because you, you hit way too close to home. Uh, him and I are starting Sean's Crab Shack next week. Are you guys really? It was a joke. Oh, I, I think it's, I love the name. <laughs> I, every, saying,
2: like, I mean, every episode with Sean should just be renamed to Sean's Crab Shack.
3: We should. <laughs> Can we get a so new logo? Now, now I'm super curious. That would be fun. Get a should, you want, uh,
2: should I get like a like a metal logo, like a like a like a really just gross looking crab?
3: Pick some pick some colors that I could probably get a jersey done right away for.
2: <laughs> you would do anything for fucking Sean.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: here I got you these. Uh, I got you these hockey jerseys, uh, Sean, best friend. Uh, here, Mike, I got you a I got you a tank top in small. Nice. Sean's a cool you cat. can use, you can use it as a condom.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I was more so saying like Sean and I had to start the new podcast because you figured out the secrets.
3: Who, Dylan, oh, right. Yes. Oh, I gotcha. So now now I'm actually curious. Like like what else did you guys have lined up other than Chris having like somebody to play Chris Yim? Oh, we were, I we were gonna,
2: I believe what we were gonna do. I'm kind of sad. He was gonna,
1: he was gonna listen to some of the episodes and get an yeah. idea for, for stuff. That poor bastard. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah,
2: we saved somebody. We saved a life. We saved a life.
1: And, um, and he was gonna, he was gonna, uh, kind of like just do like a, oh my God, I'm such a huge fan. I really like this episode where you guys talk about this. So he was gonna have all this proof of, that he was really Chris Yem. Yeah. I think, if had, I
2: think if we had gone through it, that Jim would have probably been like, oh wow.
3: <laughs> you know I what, what? actually my my first initial thought when I very first read it, I think trivial debates was still going on at the time. And my very first thought was uh all our Canadian buddies. And the reason I thought I think that you was, even said that. The, the reason I thought them first initially was because I could see Jody Kevin and Jeff coming up with that and Chris and, and Dave being like that's a good idea.
2: Oh yeah you, yeah, yeah, yeah you guys oh, write it oh yeah you it. Got, yeah guys can you do that Jody like yeah I am fucking doing it the guy who came up with the idea
3: I will do the work. Thank and you <laughs> Chris would be like and, and they tell me to go fuck myself all the time so his name should be Chris something.
2: <laughs> all right, Chris, I'm going to give you that one. Even, just like Kevin guys, being guys, listen. Like, <voi> <laughs> <mascara> this is amazing. Jeff's just being like, <laughs> <inaudible> <sighs> uh, oh, this is great. This is great. Oh right, yeah. All right, great job, guys. So so good. Uh, I, lo- I love when a team comes together. D- Dave, shut up.
3: <laughs> well, the reason I moved on from them very quickly, though, was because Even if they came up with the idea, Jeff, Kevin especially, be like, fuck that, I ain't bothering with this. And then Jeff would have probably quickly followed suit, or if not quickly after at the same time.
2: And then, and, you Jody would have gotten, would- and then you would have gotten a message from Chris Seymour. Like,
3: hey, Jim, we were going
2: to pretend to be an Asian guy and email you and say <laughs> we were a big fan of the show. And his name was Chris, too, because you guys will always say. But uh, nobody else wanted to do it. So I thought I would just uh, ruin it for
0: you. So, uh,
3: hey, uh, go fuck yourself, Jim Crandall. Hope you're doing well, Jim. Bye. And then I figured Jody would lose interest way too fast if nobody else was involved.
2: Correct. So- but
3: Dave's, Dave's a pretty good writer. He could have pulled it off, too, though. I think so. Chris would have been the funniest though. I, mean, I think he would have been the best email. Because me and Chris probably email the same way. <laughs>
1: yeah, now as we get our emails for people wanting to advertise products. Yeah, like condoms. Uh one was a one was some drug uh thing, like some thing that you would like I think for joint pain or something, like some right. topical lotion or something you would put on joints like C B D oil something like creams that creams or something. And then the other one was a, a, a seasoning product for uh, uh, barbecuing meats.
3: Yeah. So how quickly um, did you guys d- dismiss it to the point where you guys, like, yeah, he? You...
2: Well, did, we, you did we? We had done it during the pandemic. And I think kind of like just as the year was going on and kind of shit was getting like... I, not great. That, we I think we kind of just lost the enthusiasm for it, you know.
1: That you didn't act on it within a week or two. I was like, Yeah, he's not gonna do anything with it. We know you too well, Jim. Come on. Yeah.
2: It would have been pretty funny though, if like a year later we had No now and now
1: that you you guys had that lined
3: up, especially with the dude that was gonna play Chris Jim, that would have been really good, but
2: I can imagine you know. him being really serious and then just being like, uh I yeah, I just have one other question. For Jim, yeah, what's that? How do you know that I'm Chris Yim? Being like, what do you mean? Just be like, I never fuck emailed you. My name's actually Jay.
3: <laughs> nice. That would have been funny though, but oh, I don't Kathy. know. <laughs> I just uh I don't know.
2: It's fine. I now. knew I'm something done.
3: I'm done reading. I knew something was afoot right away. And then when you I think it was Mike, when Mike had to point it out to me like twice. <laughs> That's a foot. Yeah.
1: That's when, I, that's when I. That's when I actually started checking the email. Actually,
3: <laughs> so was I, it? Realized,
1: I realized that you didn't check it.
3: <laughs> nice. I think I saw seen it, saw it, seen it. I don't know which one's correct. Dylan always makes fun of me, but I think I had, and I was just like, okay, whatever.
1: I do check it. Like, um, I mean, it, people do email us. I do check it. Like, maybe a couple times a week.
3: Yeah, yeah. I usually check it on the day we pod.
1: Yeah, there's never anything there. I mean, I mean, the email about the barbecue seasoning is probably about a month or so ago. Yeah. Okay. Jim Just, Ross
3: emailed and said he wanted to be on to to uh, publicize his barbecue stuff, but oh my really god,
1: yeah, I'm definitely interested in good old Jr. <laughs> Him and Conrad Thompson. They wanted to. I just bought six bottles of his uh, chipotle ketchup. Oh, do okay, some no. kind of
2: cross Alex, Alex Jones <laughs> selling his. Uh... Oh, do you guys know that like Alex Jones and Gwyneth Paltrow same the same like exact supplement and just they just market it differently. Oh really? Yeah. So it's all just like bullshit. Anyway, yeah. So hope you enjoyed that very stupid story. I did. It was fun to write. I gotta say, like I said though, very easy to write conspiracy theories. You just gotta tell a good story. I mean, I wouldn't call that like a good like a good traditional story, but it was fun. I get why people I get why people get into it. Yeah. Hopefully this doesn't spawn some kind of horrible side effect of the podcast.
3: Oh, and also your Q and on Q Q and on QQ podcast. Yes. You never mentioned that before. Now I got to check it out.
2: Oh dude, it's really fucking funny. I
1: I could have totally pictured in all honesty the from the point of you getting out of the car to being accosted outside of your apartment door, all of that happening. <laughs> like every bit of that actually happening.
3: Yeah. Well, most of that has happened already. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, that's what I was saying.
3: Like,
2: um, In one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you you wrote from uh, previous experience. I mean, at least like part, once every not, other that week. That
2: part, you, not really. That part was actually just like, I, I just came up with it for the narrative.
3: Right. But at least once every other week or, well, at least once a month you're getting yelled at for not crossing the street or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. Part.
2: I guess it was subliminal, so.
1: And, like, the whole, like, phone conversation with Sarah probably is, like, the yep. atypical conversation you have on pod nights.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Great. Now I got to write an episode where we actually are recording a podcast. <laughs> How exciting is that going to be? <laughs>
1: nice. Mm.
2: So, anyway, I got nothing else.
1: Make yeah. Need her. Just do a new segment. What TV show is Kathy watching? Fucking probably Law and Order.
3: <laughs> See, on, bitch the doors to... open, bitch the yeah. doors closed. <laughs> I only said it
1: one time.
3: Whatever. Once is enough, especially for you. Jeez. Poor Sean. <laughs> What?
1: The door. Did it really? Yeah, I, I, th- I think there's a hanger on the door handle. What are you doing? There's a hanger on the door handle. No, it I... was him.
3: What? I told you guys he fucking hates the door being closed. He probably just sits out in the hall waiting for me to close it. Do you want yeah, kitty treats?
1: All righty. Well, did did you guys want to get out of here for tonight? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to bed. All right. All right. Well, Dylan, that was very entertaining, man. I enjoyed that. That was, that it was did a too. lot of fun. This is a little bit different from our typical episodes, but man, yeah. I look. I know you said that you were going to do some editing to it, so I, I look forward to hearing your uh, your director's cut of it. If oh, yeah,
2: I'm dropping some, some music and sound effects. Nice. Trim up where I stumbled.
1: should totally leave the burp in there.
2: Oh, I'll leave the burp in. I'll leave the laughter in. Yeah. That's what they do.
1: Maybe you should leave the law and order in there, too.
2: <laughs> no, I can't leave that in. Copyright infringement.
1: Oh, well, uh, Dick, as, Wolf, as soo- Dick Wolf will come hear- after
2: us. Dick Wolf will come out for us with his wolf dick and be like,
1: dun dun. <laughs> dun, dun, right. dun, 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 dun. All right. Well, if you want to check out uh, Jim's wolf dick, don't forget you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash horseface69.
2: Horseface. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram. Wait,
1: wasn't that the – Oh, Horse
2: Girl. <laughs> horse Face? Horse Faced Girl? Who wasn't listening
3: to face. a fucking thing tonight? Centaur? Yeah. Well,
1: Cent- I was listening the whole time. I just fucked up the... I, I don't know where Horse Face came <laughs> Maybe I was thinking of uh, Jessica Parker. <laughs> you can follow wow. us
2: on Centaur Lovers on Instagram and Twitter.
3: You can also email us and at ginspeepikipod Beaky. at gmail.com or get the episodes fresh from the grill. www.jimsbbqpod.com
1: And don't forget, you can get the podcast wherever you may get podcasts from. Mm-hmm. Am
3: I allowed to hang out now, Mike?
1: Uh, thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where you can now get a big salad <sighs> from Sean's Crab Jack. Wow.
3: Cross-promotional.
1: Big shrimp salad. There was, was trying to drop some messages to my people. (sighs) Mm, Coded messages. I think that fits pretty well.